say I'm understudy, might say I'm over the top, but there's like no clean water, but soda pop is overstocked. They say amazing. Okay, so we are back to talk about uh, And Just Like That, Episode 9. And again, my listeners, if you are coming to this podcast for uh, conversations about diversity, equity, and and inclusion, you should stay, even though we're going to be talking about And Just Like That, because it is a great opportunity to look at uh, pop culture through the lens of diversity, equity, and inclusion, which is one of my favorite things to do. I'm back with Cheryl Grafe, uh, host and producer of the podcast, Friends I'm No Longer Friends With. Uh, and so when I watched episode nine this week, I was a little bit reaching because I'm like, wait, I'm not sure exactly how I want to approach this one because the, the episode didn't have any sort of glaring things that I wanted to touch upon in terms of inclusion a theme that really stood out to me and is standing out to me in my real life is menopause and i thought huh (laughs) here's an opportunity to talk about it with an intersectional lens so cheryl hi hi uh what how did that how did it hit you so in the episode um Charlotte is like, I think I finally arrived at menopause. Mm -hmm. And the women are like, welcome. And, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, she's like, I didn't experience any of the side effects, which I don't agree with because Charlotte's been acting like a lunatic all season. And now I realize (laughs) that's why. (laughs) Um, But so how did uh, that theme in the episode strike you? Well, it felt so short that it didn't strike me. I mean, I did the the thing I took note of is I was like, well, how do I feel about Charlotte being so cavalier about that with her friends who have gone through, it looks like, it sounds like they went through hell. And I just kind of thought, well, I guess that's a really close friend who accepts who you are, right? you know, to say such a thing. So that was how that hit me. But, um, Carrie even says, she's kind of like, oh, it's nice to see smug Charlotte is back, which also (laughs) was like, bitch, (laughs) what is wrong with these women and how they talk to each other? (laughs) But anyways, yeah, because after she announces how like, I, you know, I just didn't have any of the things that people talk about. I'm fine. Um, Right, right, right. How did you feel? How did you feel about, uh, the theme was it did it yeah i mean i think that um it just made me go well i don't know what she's talking about because as i i don't know if i'm in perimenopause or menopause or what the hell is going on but it's a ride and it is very destabilizing because you and on on any given day you're like do i have the flu do I have COVID? Am I dying? Am I having a nervous breakdown? Am I, have I gained 20 pounds? Have I lost 20 pounds? I mean, it is a, a very disorienting experience and I'm just scratching the surface of it. Mm. I'm also desperately um, anticipating when it's all over, right? Like, mm-hmm, here's mm-hmm. the thing. I just think it is such an injustice. Number one, that, you know, women experience the per- their periods their entire lives 
yes, there is the blessing of being able to have children because of them. But what if you don't want to have children, right? Mm -hmm. But then it's like, once you have children, why in the hell do you have to keep getting your period? Mm -hmm. And then you start to like desperately wish and pine for the moment where your period stops. But the path to that is treacherous as well. So it's just like, you know, uh, sort of relentless. And um, that's what I'm experiencing now. It's like, I, I very much want to reach that point, but um, you know, perimenopause and the process of reaching that moment is mm -hmm. um, really tough, and it's mm -hmm. physically really tough um, mm -hmm. and weighs heavily. I mean, mm -hmm. would you mind sharing in terms of? I don't know where you are in that process, or mm -hmm. can you talk a little bit about it? Yeah, yeah. Well, it. it, it um, can do you mind if I if I sort of go back to um, the show just a little? Of course, bit? yeah. Because they sort of skipped over menopause and went right back to the period. So I'm gonna use like so it feels like the period is the daughter, and the mama or the grandma is menopause. You know, mm, yeah. So it's like so we so we live sort of our our younger lives, and we have periods. So I liked that it focused on period. I love that we had a moment of blood blood stained. I, that we saw a blood-stained outfit. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a shame that it's, we're ashamed about it, that this is a culture that we're ashamed about these kind of things. That's a bummer because it's just life. Yeah. Um, but I have, I'll just say, I, I, it's interesting as you talk about this. I, ha, I, have, I was one of those people who didn't want children and had a period that was easy. Mm. My period was very loving to me and I wanted to have my period probably for the rest of my life. Are you no, I did. I was like, if I could be 85 and still have my period, I'd be so happy. But why? Why would it, you be happy about it? I, there was something about. Can I tell? I'm going to tell a story. No, yeah, I'm going to tell a story. Do. So I, I, when I was just starting to date someone, um, they came over to my house one night. And when they left, I went to the bathroom. And I realized I had my period pants on the back of the doorknob. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my. And he had been going to the bathroom several times throughout the night because he drank a lot. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, he had to put his hands on that doorknob on my underwear. Oh, my God. And when I, 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 when I talked to him next... He said, I know you put that there deliberately. And I said, I didn't put it there deliberately. And he said, I said, why would I put it there deliberately? He said, because you were saying to me, fuck you, I bleed. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I can get behind that. Fuck well, first you, of all, I, I love the fact that this man, uh, assumed that this mistake that you made was somehow about him <laughs> it tells you a lot about him um Ooh, thank you and and um that is hilarious but like I, it's, it's so many things are, are coming to my mind i mean so from that moment on where you're like yes i'm a warrior i love my period or you just yes. always had anyway i was I, and not before that but after that i was like yeah i'm not gonna be ashamed I'm going to own it. It's great. That's great. Now, I, I don't know. I, I have always thought that um, 
I just think periods are cruel. I'm not going to lie. Like, I think it's bullshit. Like, <laughs> I think it's bullshit. Yeah. I think it's um, one of, I loved being pregnant. It is one of my most favorite experiences. It is a beautiful thing that is happening to your body, whether there are some challenges or not. Um, I just am not in love with the fact that I had to have my period in order to be able to get pregnant. And I really think uh, the powers that be could have come up with a better plan. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a little uh, just mean, you know? And then again, salt in the wound, I'm done having kids and it's gonna keep going. Now, of course, you know, somebody who has a sort of religious background or, you know, I grew up Catholic um, and the fact that you're not supposed to use birth control and you're supposed to have kids until your body naturally stops having kids, that's supposedly, you know, that's why in your mind you might be done having kids, but physically you can continue. Um, But uh, yeah, guess who's largely responsible for, you know, the institution of the Catholic church, men. Right. Well, so, well, I also, okay, so I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah. If, the, did you ever read the book, The Red Tent? Yeah. I mean, a million years ago. So I, yes, just, I, I just do. The concept of when you have your period, you yeah. go into a tent and you hang out with the gals. Right. If our culture allowed us to take time off whenever we had our period, oh do you God. think you would have felt better about, about your period? I mean, not, I mean, I don't know, only because like, you know, the cramps are painful and Mm -hmm. it is, Mm -hmm. sorry for, to be graphic, but it is messy and it, it ruins sheets and it's, um, I just don't find it pleasant at all. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, breaking news. I don't find periods pleasant, but Mm -hmm. I love that you do. And of course there's a whole subsection of people who, yes, feel empowered by their periods. Yes, think the bleeding process is beautiful. You know, there's the whole movement of women who don't wear pads and let them, they're like free bleeders. Have you heard of this movement? No, no. Yeah, and I mean, if you good like- for, Good for them. Right. I say yay. Yes, yes. And <laughs> photography, you know, artists and who take pictures of women not wearing, I mean, it's the whole thing. Um, I'm just not a fan. Uh, and- <laughs> And then when it comes to what I'm going through for, I mean, I think it is on a deeper level. When I talk about how I feel like it's cruel, what I'm talking about is I feel as if women already go through so much and do so much and that the older that we get, I would love to have that burden taken away without it costing me so much because I can Mm, feel it. You know mm, what I mean? mm, mm, And I can mm, feel like um, mm, mm. the sort of battle Mm -hmm. and it impacts my health. And and then there's all the remedies and things that people want to recommend. And um, I bet I feel it sort of exhausting. I mean, so for you was menopause or I'm assuming, I shouldn't assume. Mm-hmm. No, I'm, you... I'm in menopause. I've been in menopause for a few years now. So wait, and uh, just to be clear, mm-hmm. when you're in menopause, that means you are you no longer. Is that right? Or are you still in the yeah. process? Well, this is a great question. I think I don't really know. I mean, I yeah. uh, when my period stopped, it stopped. It was yeah. done. Like it never right. came back, like like Charlotte's did. Right. Um, so <clears throat> um, 
I had a friend who gave me a book on perimenopause. And I think because when I was when I was 35, I found out I had ulcerative colitis. And I was like, I'm not going on fucking medication. Because I had a father who had was on medication for diabetes and then found out like I think in his fifties that it's, oh, it doesn't work anymore because you've been on it for too long. And I was like, yeah, that ain't happening to me. So I started doing, I started really changing my diet. And I think that because I changed my diet, it probably made my period kinder. Cause as I got older, it got a little tricky, but I'd find ways to like, oh, here's what I need to eat. Here's what I need to, I figured out like the science of my body. Mm. And I think I did the same thing with menopause. I mean, I still get hot flashes. Like this morning I was laying in bed doing my morning meditation. And all of a sudden I was like, I am hot. <laughs> I am in a sweat lodge now. And I was like, but I'm going to give into the sweat lodge. I, oh I don't have goodness. to pay for the sweat lodge. The sweat lodge <laughs> Is, has come to me from menopause. So thank you, Sweat Lodge. Um, but, oh you know, it's God. different when it's in class or, you know, when you're yeah. in public, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, but so it's been fairly tame to me. Other than, ah, I will say the thing I don't like is I have rosacea now mm. on my face. So if I, so I just, my, my skin is different and that I'm not a fan of. Um well, and that's the thing. I mean, I feel like um, partly I am daunted by what I had mentioned before and sort of what you referenced, which I like, it's like, I know there are remedies. I know there are things to take. I know this, that, this, and the other, but I just find it all very exhausting and daunting. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. can a girl live? Like, can a girl live, right? Mm -hmm. um, and there aren't a lot of conversations about it, which is partly why I was like, I think actually this would be a really great thing to talk to Cheryl about and other women about because um, my experience is that I don't feel exposed to a lot of information about it, except for it as a punchline, the way they treated it in And Just Like That. So, and then mm -hmm. just like that, Charlotte's like, I'm done. And then the whole setup is she shows up in this white outfit and then she gets her period and the women are like, oh my gosh, you got your period. Ah, ha, 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 ha. But I'm bum. And I'm like, that's, it's either that as a punchline or it's the woman who's losing her mind because she's um, going through menopause and sort of nothing in between. And, mm -hmm. I, you know, again a missed opportunity but oh well it's a sitcom essentially where they could have gone into like what is this um <clears throat> well, the ups I'm, and flows yeah i'm gonna bring something up that i thought oh this is underground this is underground stuff that i'm like oh am i really gonna talk about this yeah sex, no. sex is different mm. that that is how menopause has really affected me because um what it does to the body. And I had a friend who said, I wonder if she had a theory. She said, I think, that, I wonder if men leave women mm. when they get older because they can't have as much sex because I've had friends who are like, sex is painful for me. Um, and for me, I've had to figure out the science of how do I, I never had to have a science of figuring out how I would have sex. Now I do. Mm. Now I do. And, um, and it sounds like you don't know that. And I love that. Well, <laughs> congratulations. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just am not experiencing that. No, <laughs> I'm sure it's coming, you know, and um, maybe not, maybe not. 
maybe not, but you know, but uh, so do you feel like you are able to access resources about this? Yeah. Or are you just like, here we go? I went to, I took a course at Whole Health Chicago um, about how to handle, how to uh, reinvigorate um, your vagina. Your vagine. Your vagine. Yeah. Wait, so, so but I, well, that's interesting. Mm -hmm, <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And so I, uh, one of the many reasons I love you, because that's, that's <laughs> such a great, like, snapshot <laughs> of who you are. Like, so I went to a, vag a vagina workshop. Like, I so love that about you. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But, but here's the thing. That takes energy. That takes commitment. I can't, I just. I don't have kids. Well, and that's, you know. That's huge. I mean, it's, it, there's strangely, I mean, I don't know. To me, it is, it is interesting that you say that in terms of like, when I think about things sometimes and my bandwidth and ability uh, to sort of pursue things like that, I am just like, I, by the end of the day, like say it was like an evening class, forget mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, Mm -hmm. immobile by seven o'clock unless I'm doing a show you know what mm -hmm. I mean mm -hmm. um and so and it, it does tell you like you've got to create the space you've got to find the ways but I feel like you know I've actually been creating a lot of space for myself lately and finding the things I enjoy and it's like I sort of have to like shift into thinking about how I can make space for like actually taking care of this because it is um contributing to uh just kind of bad feelings around the whole process um so what is what are the what are the uh experiences you're having from menopause well i don't know so you know uh -huh. part of it is i have long haul covid which has mm -hmm. kicked my ass for two years right mm -hmm. then I've always had, um, I have um, PPMD, which is, um, I have to look up what it means. I've had it for so long, I've forgotten what the, <laughs> what the, what the, the words letters are. stand for. But um, PPMD is a, a mood disorder around um, your period, right? So it means that you mm. have extreme PMS. Mm. Um, and I discovered that, uh, oh, where is it? DD. Correction, what it is called is uh, PMDD. It's premenstrual dysphoric disorder, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. I got diagnosed with that, I think in my, I don't know, maybe early 30s. And it's like, for real, like, because it is PMS that makes you inconsolable, rageful. Mm -hmm. Like there used to be a commercial <laughs> where this woman is outside a grocery store and she's trying to pull the shopping cart out and she can't pull it out and she just starts crying <laughs> hysterically. <laughs> and they're like, do you have PMDD? And it's like, why, yes, I do. Because it was like looking in a mirror. And so um, oh. that's what it is. So mm -hmm. I also have that, right? I'm mm -hmm. on medication for that. And then um, generally speaking, I'm a person who kind of operates at about 80% energy wise <laughs> in my resting state. Not like if I have to like 
go do a job or whatever, whatever, whatever. Right. You would um, never, you would never, as a person who sees you in public situations, you would never know it. Well, and that's exactly it, right? So yes, I can go and be at 100% in the world. But when I'm at home, I'm, my my normal is about 80%. And because mm. of long haul COVID, it's about 65. Wow. <laughs> and wow. so wow. all the all that combined, plus having dropped, you know, dealt with depression and anxiety my whole mm. life. I don't know what the hell's going on. And, and this mm. isn't a sob story. I'm also having a lot of fun in my life right now as I'm not, I don't mean like, you know, I'm out partying anywhere, but I am, I'm sated. I don't mm. know what specifically is the, um, perimenopause, um, the aches and pains. I, I don't know, but it mm. certainly seems like around the right time to give it that label mm -hmm. but again to really understand it probably should do some research to mm -hmm. um really understand it i wish there were more open conversations about it in our culture that you could be like oh let me watch this show or the, and i'm you know now that i'm talking about it i'm like actually i feel like i just oh I, you know what life is so has so much synchronicity i just remembered that i was on TikTok recently and this beautiful black woman with this like shock of gray hair and fabulous glasses which means she's my kind of gal um was promoting her podcast which is about being 50 and going through menopause good <laughs> so good, now good, good. i've got to um here she is i'm gonna plug her um it is at o-s-h-u-n S W E E T. Let's see. N S O U R five. Ocean sweet and sour five. Ooh, that's that's a long one. But anyways, so her podcast is about normalizing menopause and aging. And guess what? I'm gonna download because um, I that's want funny. more conversations about this. And this is a black woman, which excites me would safely assume that a lot of the resources that might be out there or the conversations that are having being had in the mainstream are not intersectional or considering marginalized mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. folks so i'm excited to dig in to that podcast who knows maybe i'll see if she wants to be on it on i love Tanya's it i love day. it you'll put that in the show notes because i'm gonna i'm gonna yes start yeah. listening to her too that's great yeah so that's anyways great. i you know I, I, it's so funny how you never know because when i like i said when i started out after watching the episode i'm like gosh i'm not sure there really is as much to talk about this week and then of course we stumbled into this and and i you know i think my main thing is i want to really start seeking the resources the uh, information, the community that's willing to talk about this. And I want it mm. to be intersectional, mm. but I also pray for the energy to do it. So if you're mm. listening and you have information that you would like to share with me or Cheryl, please let me know because you can follow me on uh, at Tanya's take on Instagram and DM me there because um, I will, I will let this grow and expand. So who knows, maybe uh, Tanya's take can become a resource because we are thriving women over 50. We deserve the spotlight. We are not withering away. Mm -hmm. And um, we can, you know, demand for ourselves and create for ourselves a place where these conversations 
don't feel taboo Mm -hmm. and can make us all feel a little less alone, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's, yeah. To be alright, maybe you're all wrong. Amazing Grace, thank you, Lord. Bobblehead, shoulder pop, work a lot, it's never sweet. Yeah.